A cute acne all over my head The skin is greasy as garlic bread Sitting here wishing I was dead But instead I'm listening to double heads Double heads, double heads Double heads, double heads My dog had died and my cat did too Lost my job and now I'm screwed I got diseases of the wazoo But at least I got you Double heads, double heads Double heads, double heads Killed my wife and my child Now I'm sitting here on trial In the electric chair wearing a smile I ask the executioner to turn the dial To double heads, double heads Double heads, double heads Double heads, double heads Double heads, double heads This is Doubleheads Variety Hour here on KOOP HD1 HD3 Hornsby. And of course, streaming worldwide at KOOP.org. I'm Matt Fox, and you might have guessed it by the lack of second voice in the room. I am once again alone this week. Dylan has been missing now for 14 days. And at this point, you know, it's kind of like those stages of grief. You start to worry a little bit. You get upset. You start bargaining with the Lord. At this point, I've accepted it. He's just gone. And I think I'm just a one-person show now. And, you know, I I, I think I can live with that. I, I booked a show today of things that I typically am not allowed to do when Dylan's around. There are things that make him really angry. And I thought, you know, I think he's... Maybe gone forever, so I have a little chance to spread my wings and get to play what I've always wanted y'all to hear, the beautiful listeners. But of course, as they always make us say, the views expressed here are not necessarily the views of Co-op Radio or its board of directors, volunteers, staff, or or the underwriters. Even the underwriters. We got a great show today. It's Double Ed's Variety Hour, a show of two themes Sometimes they complement, sometimes they contradict. It is the beginning of the new year, 6.03 p.m., doubleheads, standard time. And I'm going to get into the music here in a little bit. I'm really excited with the genres I've lined up. I've also lined up a guest today, someone that we can interview here later on in the show. They haven't arrived yet, but I'm really excited to see what they have in store for us. Um, I don't know much about them beyond they introduced themselves to me at the grocery store the other day as a uh, pastry representative or professional, something like that. So I think we'll get into it a little bit later. Excited to hear what, you know, a fellow Austinite's up to these days, especially as we get into the new year with resolutions, you know, coming off the holidays, kind of a breath of fresh air. And speaking of fresh air, I have for y'all today a couple great genres that, like I said, Dylan never lets me play. We have a little bit of Japanese city pop in adult contemporary, and I think we'll believe we'll start with that. And then I also have brought in, you know, I'm kind of coming off the tails of what TJ was doing. And shout out to DJ TJ, Small Cool World, for kind of rounding us out there. A little bit of Strauss, some of that classical. I have essentially carried a few things similar. It's more in the contemporary vein 
of 20th century and uh, or living composers, but a few different contemporary composers from different countries. So outside of the U.S., got a few folks for you that I want you to experience. But again, things that Dylan typically shuts down. Uh, he just, you know, we always love playing ska, ska-related things. But yeah, figured today we could get a little more into the city pop and the contemporary. So this is Doubleheads Variety Hour, a show of two themes, and enjoy the first musical break. Oh, oh, oh. 
All right, everybody, welcome back to Doubleheads Variety Hour, a show of two themes. We have only gotten to theme one so far. That is the Japanese city pop, of course, that Dylan never lets me play uh, wherever he may be. Uh, that first piece we heard was uh, it's called Route 134 by S. Kiyotaka and the Omega Tribe off their record, Another Summer. And before I get to my next guest, our first guest, actually, and before we get to that second theme of international contemporary music, I think we actually have our first caller. Uh, caller, you are you are live on the air. Matt, baby, it's Dylan. <laughs> yeah, uh, Dylan? Dylan Minacci? Uh, yeah. he, he never calls me baby. As, uh, uh, you said this is Dylan? <laughs> Baby, it's me. It's me. It's your co-host, Dylan Achi. How you doing? I, Dylan, I'm I'm fine. Where where are you? It's been two weeks. I kind of just assumed you were dead and gotten over it by now. To be completely honest. Look, man, I know every time we disappear, we assume I was dead. We go through grief and we come out the other side a stronger person. But look, I got better news for you today. Okay. Uh, well, first off, your accent is a. Uh, Strong and different. Uh, where, where are you currently? Look, because I'm a big shot now, Matt, and you're about to be a big shot, too. Wait. You want to know why? Wait. I'm about to be a big... Dylan, hold on. Dylan, do you mind stepping away for a second? Let's talk about this real quick. Right. Yeah. I'll walk over with you. Yeah. <laughs> Dylan, I've, you know I've always wanted to be a big shot. Please don't, please don't play with me right now. Matt, Matt, I'm not kidding with you right now. We're about to be huge. We're going to go national. I've been in L.A. shopping our demos because have you not heard yet? No, no. What happened? Oh, my gosh, Matt. We're nominated for Best Radio Show out of Austin, Texas through the Austin Chronicle. We're nominated for the Austin Chronicle's Best Radio Show on the – you're talking about the 2024 Austin Music Awards, right? Doubleheads, yeah, for the Austin Music Awards, Doubleheads Radio Hour is nominated for Best Radio Show. Oh, that is a big deal. Oh, that is it's huge. A, it's a huge deal. And look, I've been flying back and forth from New York to L.A. I've been shopping us. People love us. They love us, man. An all-weekly nomination gets us into the doors of L.A.'s finest? <laughs> I'm telling you, Matt, they're going crazy. Well, this... The first office I walked into, they did a backflip. <laughs> Whoa! Which office? Was it WME? Yeah, it was, no, it was CAA. I know, they're oh, getting okay. a little excited pretty quickly. Well, they do have that huge uh, gymnast division, so that makes sense. Uh <laughs> Wow! Wow! So, uh, so Dylan, this is great news. And just just to reiterate what you said for the listeners at home, because you know I'm sure a few people just wretched when they heard that news. But you know I'm just going to say it one more time. You know, be safe when you're listening. Double Ed's Variety Hour has been nominated by the Austin Chronicle as best radio show for their Austin Music Awards. That's amazing. And Dylan, you you said I honestly wish it was more succinct than that. Like, I wish we could say it. Better than we've been well, saying. I think we've been saying it really well, and we'll work on an acronym next week, I'm sure. But before I let you go, Dylan, this is great, and really just kind of gives me a new. I'm not talking like you yet, but it does give me a new pep in my step. Uh, maybe once I get to LA, I can get that that kind of uh, hot shot vernacular that you got, got now. A, I got a plane ticket for you to, for tomorrow morning. We got a meeting with uh, uh, with Taylor Swift. Oh. She loves us. <laughs> She liked your. She liked the, what, what, what demos have you been handing out that gets someone like Taylor Swift interested in us? What demos have we been handing out? Yeah. 
I've been adding on my solo project, of course. They want something new. They want something fresh. And that's what I have for them. Oh, what's... <laughs> okay, so you've just been handing out just mixtapes of the music that you've been doing solo these days. Yes, because they, they've heard of us. They said, you guys are the ones... You're the Doubleheads Variety Hour that's been nominated for Best Radio Show of the 2024 Music Industry Awards Austin Chronicle Edition. <laughs> it changed a little bit there, but I think I think we got the point across at least fully. Um, wow. Okay, so I got to get on a plane. And I, I'm going to L.A. Oh, you know who's over in L.A., though, is that Chip Flames guy who I really would like to avoid. You've not seen him, have you? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm with him right now. Chip, why don't you say hello? All right. Hey, how's it going? Who are you talking to? I'm talking to Matt. I don't want to. Oh, Matt, that little worm. Don't don't put me on the phone. Tell him I'm not here. Don't tell him I'm here. I can hear him, Dylan. Tell him I can hear him. Sorry, Chip had to go. I don't know what happened there. Interesting. Um, Well, anyways, Dylan, it was great to hear from you. Um, I'm glad you're not dead, first off. I wanted to just make sure I'd say that out loud and for the record. I'm glad you've not died. And I'm not dead. Yeah, I guess I'll see you in L.A. here in a couple days. We're going to go to L.A. We probably won't be on the air next week. We got a lot of meetings, man. We got a lot of meetings. We have seven days of meetings? We, we have eight days of meetings. Eight, eight days of meetings? Crazy. That's a baker's <laughs> week of meetings. <laughs> Tell you what, man. We're going to go national with this. And, I mean, look, no offense to co-op, Mr. Co-op. Look, they're in our rear for a mirror at this point. I mean, come on, am I right? You going? Do you think? Do you think NPR would take us? KVRX? No, NPR. <laughs> Close. Oh, no, no, we're bigger than that. We're gonna be syndicated on every pop station around the country. One hundred four five. One hundred one. One hundred one point two. One hundred one five three. What? Give me two more. Two more. And then 106.5 as well. 106.5? Yeah. That's yeah, such yeah. a high number. That's like double uh, 91.7 at least. <laughs> at least double. Well, Dylan, uh, look, hey, look, I got to go. I'm going to send you a call. Hey, uh, Robert Pattinson and um, uh, uh, who, who, who are you? Who are you right now? Celine Dion. And Celine Dion. Oh, Celine Dion's Celine there. Dion. Look, I gotta go. Hey, doubleheads for life. Hey, goodbye, Austin, Texas. Hello, LA. I'm alright. <laughs> I guess. You wanna say the uh, goodbye, the parting words with me, real quick? Yeah, yeah. You're, You're a coward. coward. Take a hike. Buzz Take off. Hike. Time is money. April showers bring May flowers. There you go. More Scott, less jaw. Girl boss? Uh, girl boss. Gatekeep. keep. Huzzah. There we go. Bye, Dylan. Okay, bye. Wow, everybody. So, wow, what amazing news. I wish I had to share it with somebody, but I I still have to do a radio show, even though we are jettisoning to stardom, it sounds like, through this Austin Chronicle nomination. I got to keep humble, got to keep to my roots while Dylan's in L.A. shopping us around to Robert Pattinson and Taylor Swift. But in the meantime, here's a little bit of actually uh, African contemporary music. So this is Doubleheads Variety Hour, a evening of city pop and contemporary classical music from across the world.
Combine your love of coffee and the eclectic sounds of co-op radio at the co-op DJ residency at Try Hard Coffee. Starting at 8.30 a.m. the first Saturday of the month, you can sip your favorite morning beverage on the Try Hard patio while listening to co-op DJs spin great sides to liven up your Saturday morning. To find out which DJs are up next, follow us at KOOP Radio on socials. Welcome back to Doubleheads Variety Hour. Austin Chronicle nominated Best Radio Show of 2024 Austin Music Awards. Doubleheads Variety Hour, a show of two themes. My name, of course, is Matt Fox. Dylan Minacci, who had previously been missing for 14 days, was recently discovered, thanks to the marvels of telephones, to be in L.A. Just shopping around our demos, or his demos, to various agencies and celebrities due to this exciting nomination. Of course, I am still here at the radio station, here on Co-op Radio, KOP.org, just playing my songs, playing my two themes. They are Japanese city pop, as well as international contemporary composed music. And we had the latter there that you just heard. That was Tilly Boyo, also known as Sunset, by the Gambian composer Fode Musa Suso, who is a Gambian um, composer, and that was off of uh, Kronos Quartet's pieces of africa we're gonna get into a little bit more music here soon but i am very very excited to interview this next guest who i met recently at the local grocery store uh she claims to be a pastry representative or specialist or something like that we actually didn't get too in the weeds as to what she does but she was really excited about the radio when i told her we had a show and i invited her on and she actually showed up just about 20 minutes late, but that's fine. Uh, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Matt. And, uh, and sorry, what is what is your name? My name is Agatha, um, and I'm actually a pastry consultant specializing in panettone. Oh, a pa- so, okay, so you're a pastry consultant mm-hmm, for panettone. Mm-hmm. For panettone-related issues, yes. Okay, so it's panettone? Panettone. Okay, great. And so, and so <laughs> panettone-related issues. It's interesting that you start... You lean in with issues. And so, real quick, are you so you from the area? Are you local here? I know we met at the grocery store. That doesn't necessarily mean you're from here. I'm local, but I do consult really worldwide thanks to modern technology. Oh, wow. So, do you use telephones also? I was just talking to my DJ partner in LA. Have you, did you know you could do that? He just called right in. Wow. Well, I usually work more via Zoom or FaceTime, that kind of thing. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. And that's just the video ones, right? Yeah. So you can I, see their I faces. I like to see what kind of pastry I'm working with specifically. Okay. So you actually work directly with the Panettones. Yeah. So I, where the, some confusion may lie is I don't actually work with a particular baker or pastry brand that's selling panettone what i usually do is actually work directly with the consumer oh okay so you're a kind of a b to c pastry consultant yes 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 exactly and typically now is my busiest period around the new year because mm-hmm. people call me up and they say listen i don't know what to do with all of this leftover panettone from the holidays it's gonna go stale oh my yeah. wife's mad at me because it's still here but you oh, know you can only buy it during the holiday season so so people oh, really don't true? want to give it up. Yes, yes, yes. It's hard okay. to get it during the rest of the year. Hmm. So that's where I come in with creative resources to help these people. 
Okay, so this is fascinating. I very much assumed you might work, you know, at a commercial level. That you might it's be going to these common right. You'd be going to these bakeries, these factories, mm-hmm. these companies making the panettone. Mm-hmm. But you're actually just going straight to FaceTime with people in their homes, yes, for having yes, very yes. panettone specific issues. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, uh, so I would love to know. You know, you said that sometimes it's someone being angry about staleness or things mm-hmm. like that. What's a recent example that you've had? So recently we had a single mom with four kids mm. and none of the kids wanted to eat the penantone. And okay. she said, listen, there's no way I'm letting this go to waste, but I cannot mm-hmm. eat it by myself. And I said, okay, here's well, so what she, you do. And then she calls you. She calls me. Okay. And I said, listen, everyone knows the philosophy with kids and vegetables. You just got to hide them in things, right? I did not know that was a yeah, yeah. largely you, accepted you philosophy. You broccoli into brownies, that sort of thing. Very common. Clearly, don't have kids. Very just, common just asking, parent sounds like you might not have children, but no, I don't no, no, either, no, no, but that no. doesn't seem like a smart... Anyways, very okay, common. Yeah. So what I told her to do, I was like, here's what you're going to do, Linda. That was her mm-hmm. name. Her name was Linda. Okay. Said you're going to tear up this panettone mm-hmm. into approximately 100 tiny pieces. Okay. And what you're going to do is just slip this in. So you're making a bowl of cereal, just Mm -hmm. a couple little panettone pieces at the bottom, mix it up with the milk and the Cheerios. No one's ever going to know. Same thing with salad. Is it a crouton? Is it a piece of panettone? No one's going to be quite sure. Just drop it in there. No one's going to go. Okay. So over the course of 10 days, she did get rid of that panettone by slowly slipping it secretly. Wow. And she, so she called back with a report that everything. Oh yeah. Five stars. I mean, I've got five stars on Google. Yeah. 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 Wow. All around. All around. You've never had Quality, service, everything. That's Mm -hmm. amazing. And how do these people, so I know you just said you you do have an online presence. Mm -hmm. How are these people finding you typically? Because I I would imagine, you know, you get a panettone once, you don't know what to do with it. Mm -hmm. Where do they go from there? Big word of mouth. Big word of mouth. I mean, people freak out. Yeah. They freak out because it's oftentimes a gift. I guess I've never well. received one, so I'm not exactly it's sure. oftentimes yeah. a gift. Clearly no one in your life loves you enough to give you a panadone. Ain't that the truth. But so people don't, they feel guilty throwing it away mm. or they've spent quite a bit of money to procure one. So there's really, it's a very psychological task getting rid of the panadone. Yeah. And I could imagine that you're really dealing with things that might not even be panadone related. With oh, a lot of these it people. all bubbles up mm-hmm. like the little raisins inside the panadone. It's really just hidden. It's packed into that. That buttery, bready wow. surface. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, what a beautiful... And, and I guess for the listeners out there who might not necessarily even know what we're talking about when we say panettone, I, of course, know because I'm a, you know, I'm a foodie, oh. let's just say. I mean, if um, you don't know what a panettone is, I mean, you got to get cultured. you got a few more issues. Well, yeah, please, please enlighten just like a quick summary. You don't have to go two in the weeds. I'd love for you to not go two in the weeds, actually. Okay, so picture, you know, a uh, chef hat that people wear where it's got the puffy top and then sort of the more rectangular square bottom. Picture that, except it's made of buttery bread and mm-hmm. there are raisins and almonds inside of it. And we've got a cute little paper wrapper, a little skirt on our panettone mm-hmm. that you can cut right into. And it's this lovely yeasted bread that you eat as a sweet treat. Okay. Uh, yeah, Great. Thanks. That was a perfectly concise summary of that. Mm-hmm. I really appreciate that. And how did you... What were you doing before you became a Panettone consultant to the general public? I mean, did you have, uh, did you come from a baker's background? Did you work in food? What was your no, this insight has been, into this? I've done this my whole life. Panettone actually broke up my parents' marriage. Whoa. And that's what got me into this line of work. Really? Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry to hear that. So let me let you in. This is not a secret. This is actually part of my copy. So I tell people, I am allergic to tree nuts. So I cannot what? even eat 
Panettone. So really, you are getting an outsider's perspective when I come in to help you. You know, they say to never sample the product. So I guess you're the perfect person. I've never eaten. Because if you were, if you'd eaten Panettone, I bet people call in like, what do I do with this? You'd just be like, Mm. send it to me. Mm, Which actually might be a better solution sometimes well my girlish figure cannot handle all the panettone that i deal with i will say you are real thin uh you you know typically you know i do juice fast i appreciate you noticing interesting yeah i mean you're not you know anywhere near above three feet you're an incredibly small person i i am petite i am petite this is true yeah i mean yeah that's that's amazing so I would like to get back to the fact, and if you're willing to talk about it, you said it wasn't your public copy, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but that Panettone did split up your parents. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, how old were you? Mm-hmm. You know, what what was the cause of the rift that the Panettone yeah. cut through? Yeah, yeah. This is the first Christmas I remember in detail. I was seven years old. Okay. What happened um, was that my mom and my dad went to a holiday party. Okay. And... Uh, my dad during uh, Secret Santa was gifted a panettone, and my okay. my mother. Now, panettone can be a particularly acquired taste. So my mother looked at it. She knew she didn't like it. She'd had it before, mm-hmm. and she said, "I'm not eating that panettone. Okay, why don't we just give it to someone else on the way out?" And my father was horrified by mm. that. He said, "No, that's very rude. We simply cannot do that." And so they came home to me. Right. Seven-year-old Agatha. Yeah, seven-year-old Agatha. And my mom was saying it was so horrible, gross. My dad said, no, it's delicious. And so they decided that I was going to be the tiebreaker. I was going to eat this. Oh, wow. I know know that people in relationships often, you know, their children do kind of get put in the mm -hmm, middle of these situations. mm -hmm. And I mean, it's... So at seven years old, you were dealing with panettone crises. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so I was very excited because I got woken up for this whole ordeal. <laughs> that That's exciting to you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're seven years old. It was midnight. They got back late from the party. And so my dad cuts me a piece mm-hmm. of panettone and I eat it. And immediately I start going into anaphylactic Right, you have a tree shock. allergy. Well, we didn't know this at the time. The panettone was the source of the discovery. Wow. This sold piece of pastry really illuminated a lot it really in your family. did so we had to go to the emergency room mm. another tidbit that i won't get into is we didn't have health insurance at the time so this mm. was a huge bill yeah. and then my mother just could never really uh get over my father giving that to me and almost killing me i guess yeah the the resentment that the she resentment probably harbored was really bred by the panettone and so bread by the exactly. panettone for lack of a better phrase but then, you know, I'm a pretty positive person. So I said, you know, as I was growing up, I'm going to use Panadone for good. I'm mm. going to make sure this doesn't happen to anyone else again. And so I've made it my life's work ever since. Wow, that is that is so beautiful. Thank you. That's amazing. Were you, and so were you, where were you living when you were a child? Were you from this area or were you elsewhere? No, no. I grew up in uh, Minnesota, actually. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. You, you don't have the accent. That's, uh, no. Yeah. Where, well, where in Minnesota? You're working with people who buy panettone. They don't really take well to the Minnesota accent. Oh, you have to get that kind of non-regional dialect yeah, exactly. nailed down. Well, it's when you're working with an international audience. But I'm from a very small town that's just called Twin Trees. Twin Trees. Because trees tend to grow in twos. Oh, so it's not just two trees. It's that they all grow in twos. No, it's multiple twins throughout the town. It's a oh. phenomenon. Scientists have actually studied it. Interesting. Did they get to any conclusions as to why? No, they're still working on it. <laughs> well, the mystery lives on in well, tw- they, Twin Trees, Minnesota. Yeah, they lose funding every three years. They come back. You know how it goes. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Absolutely. I know how that goes. Um, 
Actually, I, I want to tell you, uh, I don't know if you heard before, but uh, our show actually just got nominated for an award. Oh, congratulations. Yeah, thank you. It's the Austin Chronicle. Uh, it's our local all We got to get you a panettone. Oh, could I? Could you get me one? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I don't work for the distributor, but I have quite the relationship. Oh, I can oh, imagine. I'll get you one. Oh, that'd be. Oh, thank you so much, Agatha. Yeah. So, sorry, what's your last name, Agatha? Oh, I'm actually Agatha Christie. Oh, no, know, no relation. I know, I know. I no relation. This is something else that was also contentious between my mother and father. My dad, big mystery, mystery dude. Oh, so he knew what he was doing. He knew you know, what he was Because sometimes people get, uh, you know, named after celebrities. Their parents aren't aware of it. No, no, no. Big Agatha Christie fan. He was mm. always sort of making up mysteries at home as well. He would say. My like, mom, like writing mysteries? Or? No, my mom would say, are there eggs left in the refrigerator? And my father would say. I don't know. Are there eggs left in the refrigerator? Oh. And then we would have to hunt around for the eggs, which he would sometimes cover in ketchup to look like blood in another part of the house. It became a whole thing, kind of a little <laughs> so- constant murder mystery. He needed an outlet. He was unemployed at the time. What I, what I find most interesting about that scenario is that he doesn't just hide the eggs and make that the mystery. He, he makes it a murder mystery still. Well, I mean, it's so the eggs are Christie. You can't, just, you can't just phone it in. Yeah, you got to do special effects and whatnot. I guess, yeah, that, that does make sense. Uh, wow, that's fascinating. Well, I'd love to dig back into that, Agatha Christie, but oh, yeah. uh, I do have to play a little bit of music if that's okay. I've been playing some Japanese city pop, some I international contemporary. You love music? I love music. Oh, well, we are actually a music show first and foremost are you so, yeah wow who knew when we met in the grocery aisle yeah amongst those frozen peas well this is Doubleheads variety hour a show of two themes i have agatha christie no relation to the writer here in the studio she is a uh, panettone consultant mm-hmm. to a worldwide audience correct stay tuned we'll talk to her soon
need some new music in your life? Tired of the same old, same old? Tune in to Co-op Radio every Saturday from 5 to 6. For fresh from the underground. Music cold from the underground in both Austin and beyond. Only on Co-op Radio 91.
All right, welcome back to Doubleheads Variety Hour, a show of two themes here on KOOP 91.7 FM. HG1, HG3, Hornsby, it's Doubleheads, DJ Matt Fox, it's 6.45, Doublehead Standard Time. We only got about 15 minutes left, but what we just listened to there, right then you were listening to a selection from Kenichi Nakanashima's Vantasia of Vina. Uh, off his record Koto and Flute, which is just a beautiful duo record of a few different Koto and Flute pieces. And before that, I had the funky side of City Pop. That was Layback by Japs Gaps. Uh, Agatha, what did you think of the the picks there? Oh, they were absolutely beautiful. Is that is that so? You said you really liked music. Does that kind of follow along the lines of what you listen to typically? You know, I will listen to absolutely anything. So in terms of wow. the program, I would say yeah. Beautiful. Well, I'm so glad you were here for that. So for those of you that are just tuning in, I brought in a pastry consultant. Her name's Agatha Christie, no relation to the writer. She's originally from Twin Trees, Minnesota. But And how long have you actually been here in Austin? Oh, you know, I live sort of a nomadic lifestyle. Oh, that's pretty hip. work is remote. It's very it's, chic. I will say I was doing it before it was chic, but I do like that it's catching on. But so I've only been in Austin for about three weeks. Oh, wow. Well, welcome to town. Thank you. I'm going to L.A. after the. Wait, you're going to L.A.? Oh, yeah. Big Panazone market I'm going there. to L.A. tomorrow. Oh. For eight days. What time's your flight? Oh, uh, 6.45, apparently. Like wow, in the morning, I gotta get, I gotta go to bed. That's early. Mm-hmm. It's very early. Yeah, I'm gonna be there for eight days. My DJ partners there already shopping our demos around to the different agencies and celebrities. Well, what? Okay, this is what's gonna happen then. I'm gonna give you a Panatonia tonight. Okay. You're gonna enjoy that yourself. Okay. And then you're gonna give me your address in LA. I'm gonna ship you five Panatonias. You're gonna ship me five Panatonias. Ship you five Panatonias, and the the top five producers oh is managers I, I don't know the the terminology for the industry i don't either i just became big time today so i don't really know how any of this stuff okay works. well you're gonna give them a panettone you're gonna what you're gonna do you're gonna write them a nice handwritten note you're okay attach it to the panettone put a little bow on it and then you're gonna deliver that and you're just gonna reap the rewards wow that's amazing okay so i just have to gift wrap things get a little handwritten note and mm-hmm. just send it to them before i get there or before the meeting starts well, I think you got to suss out the vibe first. You okay. got to see if just because someone's a big wig doesn't mean that you're personally, you know, going to mesh. So you have to make the good first impression with your personality. Okay. And then the Panatone is going to follow that push of your personality and just lift off into success. Lift off into success. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Well, wow. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. That's so generous oh, of you. happy to help. And, I'm, and I'm, it does make me curious, though, because we are, like you said, right now is a really hot time for Panatone Consulting because mm-hmm. everybody just got these as gifts. Mm-hmm. Of course, I'm assuming you have this kind of lull in your work and, you know, as we get into the summertime when people aren't gifting it as much, people aren't gearing up to gift mm-hmm. it. What are you doing in those off months like there's kind of like that may june july yeah window. yeah. i mean i'm a bit like a teacher in that i'm working really really hard super hustling for mm-hmm. my busy season super hustling of course super hustling just you know nine to nine 12 hour days wow just you know talking brainstorming mm-hmm. sending my written you know plans and recommendations mm-hmm. And then I sort of have, as you said, a nice little lull period. I go on vacation, I hang out, and I just kind of vibe. 
Wow, that's so great. And mm-hmm. uh, are there any specific hobbies you have, you know, as you get into that downtime? Like any places you like to go or things you like to do? Because I'm sure you like to try and, you know, get as far away from your work as possible. Yeah, yeah. So I really don't eat a carb for, you know, six months mm-hmm. pretty much. Mm-hmm. I like to do my juice cleanses. Right. As yeah, I said. mentioned that earlier. That's why mm-hmm. you're so tiny yes, uh, in height I, and width. I love to just be one with the ocean. So I oh, just go and okay. I swim. You just love water. I just love specifically water. the ocean. Specifically the ocean pools don't quite do it for me, but the ocean is a special place, a special salty place. Wow, are there any specific oceans you really like going to? No, no specific oceans. I'm sort of up for anything, really. Wow, that's so you're just you're a really agreeable person is what I'm kind of finding. You you know, you like all music, mm-hmm. you like all oceans. All seven of them, or however many there are. Five. I'm not sure. How many oceans are there, Agatha Christie, actually? That's a great question. I, I Seven sounded correct to me, but... That might be the continent. If you know how many oceans there are, 512-472-5667. Uh, not actually called for callers today, but that'd be a great one to start with. If you know how many oceans there are on Earth... Oh, yeah. Share your knowledge. Yeah, please. share your knowledge. This is, a, this is a day about sharing, about insight, about mm-hmm. consultation. 512-472-5667. Uh, Agatha, we might get a little bit back into the music here, but actually, we, we have a caller. Let's oh. see if they know the answer. Oh, that's oh they hung up. Good. They said no, thank you. Um, oh, don't be, don't be fearful. Well, caller, don't be fearful. If you know, if you know what's going on, please, uh, we'd love to hear from you. So, anyways, um, oh, oh, here, here they come. There we go, caller. You're live on the air. I'm sorry, I got nervous and hung up. That's okay. It's oh, okay. It okay. Uh, who are we it speaking happens. to? My name is Jim Guinness. Jim Guinness. Great oh, to hear from you, Jim. Strong name. It is a strong name. Where are you calling from, Jim? Uh, I'm in L.A. as well, actually. We've never talked about that a lot today. You're in L.A.? I'm going to L.A. tomorrow, and so is Agatha Christie. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why I wanted to call. I wanted to give you an award, another what? award. So buckle wow. up. Wait, what, what award are you giving fun? me? This is the most times Pantone has been said on the radio in the in one hour period. Oh, wait—is that—is that who's that for? Is that for Agatha Christie it's or for, for me, Matt Fox? It sounds like. No, it's, it's for both of you guys. And oh, as if it's a group award. Wow, this is this is great. And sorry, uh, Jim Guinness, what what organization are you with to give out such an award? Well, um, I was kind of hoping you wouldn't ask that. You've heard of. Guinness Book of World Records, right? Yeah, we've actually had uh, we had a guy who claimed to be with the World Records actually on the air about a year ago. Um, turned out he was just a homeless man with a leather-bound book of uh, his Aww. own uh, records. But it happens. Yeah, it happens. Um, Paul Howdy Howdy. Shout out to Paul Howdy Howdy. But no, I am familiar with the Guinness World Book of Records, Jim Guinness. Well, this is Guinness's book of world records, so... It's- it's not the Guinness book. It's Guinness's book because my last name is Jim Guinness, and so oh, this, nice. is, this is my world record. <laughs> so, so, the, oh no, go on. Well, this is the first one. That's why I'm a little nervous, and I just hung up because you guys are receiving the first one. Oh, you should be proud of your creative endeavor. Good for you. Uh, yeah. Um, man, I got really excited there for a little bit. Agatha. I'm still excited. Uh, still be excited that Jim has bestowed this upon us. We should okay. be honored. Jim, Jim, I really am honored. Um, how does this book come out? How is it printed? Um, can, can we get a copy here in Austin or do we need to get to LA and pick one up while we're there? Well, uh, I think we need to get at least a thousand more records on the book and then we can print it. 
Oh, okay. Um, do you need? It seems like you might need a little bit of help with that. You're, you know, you know. No offense, you're not the most, uh, you know, gregarious guy. Doesn't sound like. Uh, but my DJ partner and I, we're award nominated for other awards too. We'd be happy to help you out and get some, uh, you know, more uh, records put in this book. Yeah, if you guys could could figure out that part, and then I'll do the legal part because I feel like I'm going to run into a lot of issues getting this printed. But um, well, it's spelled different, yeah, right? It's Guinnesses, right? Not Guinness. Yeah, you know the kind of idea is you just say it really quick, and people don't know the difference. So yeah, you got me uh, earlier on when me, you said me it. Me as well. Yeah. Well, so Jim Guinness. I mean, I would love if you know. Feel free to listen to our show every week to find world records because I I bet world records are being made all the time on this show. Oh, I'm I mean, sure. history. Not only are memories made, but so is history, mm-hmm. as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Jim, I'm going to look you up. I'm going to send you a panettone. <laughs> Don't worry. You already blew past the record. It was it was 43. You guys are currently at 67. Oh, wow. Whoa. Who held the record before us? Uh, it was an NPR segment. That didn't go so well. Mm. Well, this has been going great as far as I'm concerned. So the fact that we were able to get 20-some-odd more in and still be an Austin Chronicle-nominated show for 2024's Austin Music Awards... It's pretty impressive, I think. You Don't you think? A lot to celebrate Ms. in Christy? 2024, Matt. That's what it sounds like to me. It, ain't that the truth? Mm-hmm. Well, Jim Guinness, it's so great to hear from you. Um, would you like to hear a little bop? Yeah, I'd, I'd love to bop. I'm sorry for the noise in the background. It was, uh, you know, I'm walking to find my next world record. Well, um, if you find it, let us know. Yeah. Feel free to call back and let us know the next list of records you get. Keep in touch, Jim. Yeah, and I'm going to write into the show's email to figure out how much of Ag- Agatha Christie's the. Uh, story was was real there because it sounded like it was touching home pretty quickly at some point so um jim i just i really well i'm just i, I think I really it's all real jim but i mean the music for us here not necessarily the music called radio board of directors volunteer staff or underwriters but of course um yeah uh, everything was true that, that just was happened the first time you did that this show all right well you guys enjoy the rest of the show all righty thanks jim oh, um no, we no, always no. say this to our guests uh, you're a coward take a hike buzz off time is money april showers bring may flowers more skull less jaw girl boss gatekeep Huzzah. Thanks. Turned a little rude there at the end. Yeah, I don't know about that. Here's a bop.
right, I hate to cut that one short, but we are running out of time, folks. And that was, of course, everybody's favorite Japan guitar god, Masayoshi Takanaka, with his song Teaser off the record, Traumatic, one of his later outputs. Uh, Still active. He's still actively touring, though. Um, Okay, of course, at this time of day, we always say Agatha Christie. Did the genres compliment or contradict? What do you think? Oh, like the raisins and nuts inside of the beautiful Panasonic. Is that a compliment or is that a contradict? absolute compliment compliment i say compliment as well this has been double as variety hour show of two themes uh you're a coward take a hike buzz off time is money april showers bring my flowers more scott less jaw girl boss gatekeep huzzah panettone